I am so excited to bring to the airwaves, if I may, uh, Charles Pignon. He is the, the, uh, the number one Frank Sinatra historian, worked with Frank Sinatra. He's with uh, Sinatra Enterprises, and I kind of groveled on our friendship, but I said, Charlie, would you come on the air and say hi? We're so excited about Sinatra Platinum that's coming out October 27th. Charlie, on a Sunday night, joining us live on the radio. Charles Pignon, with great respect and love, thank you, and uh, welcome to the show, my dear friend. Joe, anytime, you know I love you. I have to say it's the <laughs> afternoon here. It's 95 in California, so... <laughs> But I, I, I know you love yeah. this stuff, so I want to tell you oh. a quick story. You played Autumn in New York. Yes, please. One of my favorite albums, Come Fly With Me, in 1987. Yeah. It had just come out on CD. Yeah. I, I had the opportunity to have dinner with Billy May and oh. Bill Miller, Frank's pianist, oh. first time I met Billy May. And I said, we were up in Vegas. Frank was playing, I'll never forget it, Bally's Vegas. And yeah. um, I was having dinner before the show, and I said to Billy, you know, I... I'm not a musician, but I got to say, I think your ballad writing is is just up there with Nelson Riddle. And I said, I was listening to Come Fly With Me in Moonlight in Vermont ah! and Autumn in New York. They're just gorgeous. Why didn't you not write more ballad arrangements for Frank? And he yeah. said, well, you're going to see him tonight. Why don't you ask him? <laughs> Which I didn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Billy was just great. And, and I, I just I just love Autumn uh, in New York. And, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Moonlight in Vermont is on. You, you're so gracious to mention Platinum. And when you called me, yeah. I think I told you I would send you two tracks to premiere. One, just so you can hear how well Larry Walsh, who's our audio guru, and then Kevin Reeves, who cut the lacquers on these, did a, did a great job. But I got a right to sing the blues, which is actually the last recording he did for Capitol, which was done in 1962. He was already two years into recording for Reprise. Wow. And Skip Martin did that arrangement. And I also sent you a session for from a, a song with Billy May called Here Goes, which he did uh, in March of 1958. He was doing a session of singles, and... That night, he had done the two singles with Keely Smith, Nothing in Common, right. How You Fix for Love, and then it was the same old song and dance, and then Here Goes, which you have the session. There's only two takes. Uh, you're going to premiere it, I believe, tonight. Nobody else has heard it. You, uh, you're going to premiere that, yes, and that's with Billy May. And, you know, Frank in those days, he was very meticulous about the concept albums and the songs that went in there, and they were mostly called Porter Mercer, Jerome Kern, the Gershwins, of course, Sammy Kahn and Jimmy Van Heusen usually would write the title song and the ending song. Yeah. But on singles, he would do he would do tracks that were written by different writers and everything. And we're finding a lot of these singles that if you look at the Capitol Singles Collections box, they were by newer songwriters and he was experimenting and he just was not comfortable with Here Goes, and um, when you play it, you'll hear that. But it's great Billy May arrangement, and it's nice that you just played Billy May. Uh, Charles Pignon, I have to tell you, I've never, uh, you know, I study everything now uh, doing the show, and we do it with great to Tina, to, to you, and to the, the whole Sinatra, uh, the folks that watch the Sinatra legacy, and you protect it with Tina, like, with great love and respect, and I, and I return that right back to you with great appreciation to everybody who's listening. Charles, everybody listens to the show now, a few years now, when we went to you and asked permission, is it okay that we go on the air, and you said, Joe, let's do it, and when I study some of the things that you produced, and I always see, we go, whether it's YouTube, or whether we go online, or whether we, we buy the vinyl, it's 
says produced by Charles Pignon. What what do you do, and what did you do with platinum, with Sinatra platinum, to layer it back? This is I listened to these two cuts, and we're going to play them for you shortly. But they are the best I've ever heard, Charles. I, well, like oh. I said, I, I owe oh. that to Larry Walsh, who, who I met actually. He was working at Capitol. Larry was one of the engineers on the duets album. So I know I've known Larry since 1993, and then a couple years later, he went over to NBC Universal. And we've used him, I've used him exclusively on the Sinatra audio because he, he had been at Capitol prior for like 20 years. At the Platinum, you know, was to celebrate Frank's 70th year of signing with Capitol. And as I've told you before, and you know this because you love the music, yeah. in any of these projects, it's not what you put in because we have an embarrassment of riches. It's what you have to leave out. What I try to do is we try to sprinkle in some deep cuts. You also have to put the hits in there. And then we try to portion out the the rarities that we have i will just say one thing because i know you just mentioned vinyl and everything and yeah. it's been a couple of years because of covid a lot of the vinyl things had shut down one one of the big vinyl plants had burnt down so so oh. things were backed up and it was taking a lot but i will tell people that like vinyl i will implore them if you want this package <laughs> buy it now only because it, it, yeah. it's a limited pressing. I think it's going to be 10,000. They didn't want to announce limited, but what I don't like is yeah. that in a couple of years now, I'll hear from collectors and they'll say, I'm paying three times the price, you know, buying it yeah. somewhere online. Yeah. And I will tell everybody that because of the situation with vinyl and everything, if you want it, I, you're not going to get it. I don't think at a lower price than you get it now, the, the vinyl, because it just, everything is so limited. And this when you see this package, you're going to love it. It's heavy. It's like a book. It, oh. it was reminiscent of the old 78s because don't forget when he was working at Capitol, there were still remnants of 78s, but it, wow. very heavy package yeah. and it, it's just beautiful. But yeah, no, it, it's not easy picking the song. It's not easy when you have over 300 uh, songs. Yeah. The last LP is all rarities. So I think people will love it. And, and I, I appreciate you. You, ah. you always are very gracious to mention Tina I and Frank Sinatra Enterprise. But when you did call me about this show years ago and I met with you and John Katz, yeah. I think you remember I told you, we're spreading the gospel of Sinatra. The more people that hear it, the better it is for everybody. And you know what? You yeah. you know this better than I do, yeah. being on this planet longer. Yeah. We're not in good times, and this music yeah. really is a bomb Amen. to the soul. Amen. Really people, people will text me that and on social media blowing up as we speak, Charles Pignon, and they'll say that. They'll say, thank you. We, we, this is what we need exactly now. And if I may, uh, when I talked with Frank Sinatra Jr., rest his soul, and he told me, he was the, it was the first time I realized that. He said vinyl as opposed to digital, Charles. He said, he said, no, you, you can't match vinyl. He goes that you lose so much quality in the digital downloads. So where can we go to find Sinatra Platinum and get this vinyl? like now, Charles, before it does sell out. So. Yeah, I'd go on franksinatra.com or Amazon, and also there's, pro I think on franksinatra.com there may be some exclusives. So if you get it, you could get a package where you get a hat that says Frank Sinatra Platinum oh, or a limited man. edition shirt. I got to tell you, because I'm always honest with you, yeah. growing up as a kid, my, yeah. my grandfather was in the vending business so I, and jute boxes, so he had a warehouse of 45 records. So I always had turntables, and I was so excited when there used to be a device where you the, you could play a bunch of 45s. But I love CDs when they came out because I did not like going up, getting up and turning that 45 <laughs> or that LP over. Yeah, um, I yeah. do I do think there's there was initially the first CDs that came out, maybe the first five years, yeah. there was a harshness to it. 
But I, I do think from convenience, and I tell everybody, I may not be around, but I think in 15 or 20 years you're going to see a resurgence in CDs uh, as vinyl. Because when I when I moved out here, I left like 1,500 vinyl records at my mom's house. What? They're just too, you know, you can't move yeah. them. Yeah. I've got, yeah. I got like 3,500 here. Yeah. When I pass, my wife will put these in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no way. I'll be there. I'll be there. I, yeah. I don't care how old I am. But, the, yeah. Charlie, you know what, though? I got to tell you, what you did with Sinatra Platinum, and when I listened, I was blown away. And we texted back and forth, and you, yeah. uh, in, in a very private way, you sent me the two cuts that we're going to play on this show. Here goes, and I got a right to sing the blues. Yeah, Charlie, I was blown away, man. I mean, you and I, I've seen you do so many great things, and you know how I love Tina, and I love the family, and respect Mr. Sinatra. That he would be so proud, Charles Pignon. He oh. would, this, it blow, it just jumps Thank right you. off. However, you did it, and I'm telling you, are sending it to me digitally, so I'm I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, and know? I, I gotta say, I love, I wish to take the credit, but it's Larry Walsh and this Kevin Reeve. We actually okay. went to Nashville to cut these lacquers for the LPs. And Kevin Reeves, who works for Universal Music, which is an adjunct of Capital, they actually have a some of the original equipment that they took out of the Capitol Tower that's now at the studios in Nashville. So this could have been, you know, it was cutting Sinatra albums back in the, you know, when he just when he was leaving Capitol. I think I asked Kevin, and that machine was there in 1958 or 1960. Yeah. So, um, but there, yeah, look, this is a milestone uh, anniversary. And we figured this was really our first big package coming out of the COVID era. And it, people want to hear good sound. And, and I think it sounds fantastic. I did a special on, on Sirius Radio. And you, you're usurping me because when Tina and I taped it before we went to the UK because we're working on a musical, I did not have these tracks yet. I didn't, they just were finished about eight weeks ago. So I didn't have to put in the special that we did that was cut before. You're going to, that's why I said you're world premiering. Um, well, especially a Here Goes, the session of Here Goes, but you're also premiering the, the new sound on uh, I Got a Right to Sing the Blues. And coming from you, I, that's high praise, so I really appreciate it, my friend. 